Hey, I'm Daniel, a political activist and campaigner turned management consultant turned coach. And this is PolitikWise, the podcast where politics meets personal development. Let's face it, it's easy to criticize those in politics. But being in politics is not an easy ride. And yet for many who make the leap, it's worth it. They can make a real difference. So how can we have both? How can we make a difference while at the same time showing up as the best version of ourselves? It's a question that's been with me for the last 20 years. First, when I started out as an activist leading an NGO, then when I did a PhD in politics, and later when I quit my job in consulting to help build up a political movement and run an election campaign. And today, as I coach young leaders who want to make a difference while staying true to themselves. I know the answers are out there, so join me on this podcast. We'll hear from political leaders, from psychologists, neuroscientists, philosophers about their findings and experiences. And together, we learn about the ideas, mindsets, and tools of wise people in politics and beyond. Let's go. There is this idea out there of a power audit for those who govern. So the idea that power is a mighty tool and we better audit, so we better check and investigate those who have power and specifically the relationship that they have towards power, how they deal with it, how they handle it. And it's um, an idea that I came across reading Ian Robertson's book, The Winner Effect, but it's a question that I've been fascinated for a long time. So this question of uh, why do we want to have power, but also how can power shape us? And I want to start with a quote that um, comes from a speech from Václav Havel. He's been the former president of the Czech Republic. He's been involved um, in the downfall of the communist regime in his country, uh, part of the Velvet Revolution. And he held a speech in 1991 at the University of Copenhagen. And this is what he said. People are driven into politics by ideas about a better way to organize society, by faith in certain values or ideals, be they impeccable or dubious, and the irresistible desire to fight for those ideas and turn them into reality. In the second place, they're probably motivated by the natural longing every human being has for self-affirmation. Is it possible to imagine a more attractive way to affirm your own existence and its importance than that offered by political power? In essence, it gives you a tremendous opportunity to leave your mark, in the broader sense, on your surroundings, to shape the world around you in your own image to enjoy the respect that every political office almost automatically bestows upon the one who holds it. Now, this idea of an audit is not really far-fetched. If you think about it, um, and if you think of audits, you think perhaps of financial audits, tax audits for companies, and, and there are a lot of different other audits, health and safety. In all of those cases where there is a potential for abuse, Uh, we want to have an audit and we have audits in place. So this idea that we do an audit of power, of how people are able to handle or are likely to be able to handle power in the future, that is not really far-fetched if you think of it. 
because power is a mighty tool, right? As someone once said, with great power comes great responsibility. Now, you might object, well, isn't that what elections are there for and election campaigns, right? We've got a certain period before we need to cast our vote where we can take a close look at candidates. And yes, I, I, I would say this, this can be a combination. The idea of a power audit could be that before an election you do such a thing so that voters have an additional data point to make an informed decision. Just like um, candidates are asked about their policy preferences, just like their transparency organizations that look at um, perhaps candidates' finances and, and links to interest groups, you could do a similar analysis of how do people handle power? Are they capable to handle more power? Because here is the main argument, I think, in favor of such an audit. It's that power shapes the person who holds it. And so an audit helps understand that and helps understand what the effects might be and how well that person could handle higher levels and higher degrees of power. It's not just that you can misuse power for different purposes. It's really that power shapes you psychologically, neurologically, and there are lots of studies on that, how it affects our levels of empathy towards others. It reduces it usually, how it increases perhaps risk-taking, aggressiveness, dopamine levels. There, there are really plenty of studies on that. But then the question is, how would you do that? Would you interview people? Would you do a psychological assessment? How, how would you do such an audit? And um, there's an interesting field of research in political science that essentially looks at speech patterns. So that looks at what people in power say publicly. And not so much the well-prepared speeches where you know people had a lot of time to think about the wording, um, but more the spontaneous expressions in public. And this is something that you can do at a distance. You don't need to send the questionnaire to anyone and wait for it. It's something that you can do based on publicly available information. And the point that this research makes here is that based on what people say, you get a good impression of their relationship to power, um, the, the words they use. One key aspect they're looking at is what is the orientation they have towards power? Is power something they want for their own purposes or is power something they are striving for to achieve social ends? So they want to use power for others, society in the broadest sense. And the more selfish reasons could be anything. It could even be just something like um, status, uh, a feeling of self-affirmation and the motivation towards others could be again anything it doesn't have to be benign it doesn't have to be playing into liberal values it could even be doing something for a certain group of people but not for other groups of people uh, but you can make an assessment of what is their orientation towards power based on what they are saying and this is what this field of research looks at where they are establishing profiles of political leaders, where, they, where they're able to compare leaders to others. And so it's a really interesting field of research. A lot of analysis has gone into it over the last decades. Now, what I believe also would need to be done is beside looking at what people say and have that expression uh, of people, 
you would then need to get an understanding of um, perhaps their their internal capacity, their internal call it mindset, to call it internal capacity to handle power. So, and this is something probably where um, an, an analysis um, uh, at a distance ends, and perhaps the politician or the candidate themselves could do that piece of work, right? And then get an understanding of um, how, what are inner resources, what is their inner capacity to handle that that power. But then also to look at the environment of a politician. We know that in, in the environment is hugely important. So is there a support network that people can rely on to help them when all of a sudden and they are exposed to power with all the effects that I mentioned before? And then, of course, in terms of implementation, the, the question is who would do a power audit like this? Would it be researchers? Would it be a neutral body? Probably it should be a neutral, neutral body because there's an um, easy way this could be misused in a campaign. right? And then finally, I think if we wanted to introduce something like this, a power audit, then we would need to introduce it not just as yet another tool to hold politicians accountable, but at the same time introduce it as something that actually supports those in power or those who want to have more power. It could be something that you uh, make available uh, to people, um, so to candidates, to politicians, so that they can reflect on that, right? So that essentially it becomes a tool for greater self-awareness. I think that that would be something that is important. Otherwise, is I think the balance would be too much on the side of accountability and um, too little on the side of also support. So I think this is an interesting idea, the idea of a power audit. And I wanted to end with open questions that I have. I haven't made up my mind about them yet, and I'd be curious to hear what you think. There are two questions. The first question is, how does this idea of a power audit square with democracy? Right In a democracy, we say... It's the majority who chooses um, who should govern or sh who should step down. And we don't introduce any other criterion. We don't introduce a criterion. And additionally, they need to be able to handle power, for example. And so far, what I would say is it doesn't, necess it doesn't have to be a, re a requirement, right? But it can be yet another data point. So just like we have all kinds of questions that we want to ask uh, candidates before, this being able to handle power, the relationship towards power, this could be yet another data point that voters have. So that's that's my current thinking on that one. But the second question is, how can we ensure that this is not adding to the burden of being a politician? To add another check and balance another accountability tool to existing tools and we need those tools in a democracy we need that scrutiny but there's also clearly research that um, has been done that shows that this is stressful and this adds to the stress level of politicians uh, specifically this idea that i talked with uh, james weinberg in a previous previous episode about of emotional labor so the idea that a politician wears different masks and they're presenting different masks at different times to the public now imagine they know that there is a power audit going on how will that add to the stress 
of thinking about the words they use and how how they present themselves so this i i'm not i'm not totally sure about um, how to how to think about that but i'd be curious to hear what you think um i'd be curious to hear what you think about this idea of a power audit as such what, does it make sense to you do you agree um, or not i'd love to hear what you think let me know and i hope you liked the episode and until the next time hey this is daniel thanks for listening i hope you liked the episode please share it with someone who might find it valuable as well and if you have a topic you'd like me to cover or a guest i should talk to let me know you can find out more on my website head over to politicwise.org until the next time